Hello. Welcome to the first ever episode of what I'm just going to be calling the Blogcast. I don't know if that name is going to stick or not, but um, it seems fitting because this is going to be a combination of my blog and some conversation, which is kind of like a podcast. So I don't know. I'm really scared to use the word podcast. So we're going to say Blogcast and make me feel a little better. Like I said, it's going to be a combination of my blog, some conversation, explanation of my blog, kind of diving deeper into what I've written about and kind of just analyzing, but you not in such a scientific way, what I had to say in my blog. So what today's episode is going to look like is just going to be an introduction to the blogcast, like what it is, why I'm doing it, how it's going to work. And then I'm going to give you a sample of what an actual episode might look like because seeing as how I've never done this and this is the first episode, I don't know what they're all going to look like. So I'm going to give a sample of what I think an episode's going to end up looking like. And at the end, I'm going to answer the biggest, most popular, scariest, most terrifying question that I have gotten like a million, million times since I quit teaching. So let's get started. How is this going to work? Well, what you're going to hear in a normal episode I'm anticipating is an introduction, and then I'm going to read the blog that you received in an email if you're subscribed, and if not, that you read on my website. Then I'm going to follow that reading with a little discussion and analysis, and then I'm just going to close with some thoughts for you to take home, some things to kind of get your gears turning, thoughts going forward, and questions for you to consider. So that's kind of the basic breakdown of what an episode is going to look like. Why should you listen to this? Why should you even care? Why would I record a blog that's already written, all of those things. So I just think that there are so many things that need to be discussed and thought about and brought to light that it's not necessarily that we're avoiding thinking about them. They're very obvious or they're not so obvious. And so we just don't spend time thinking about them. Um, and some of them are hard to think about. So that's another reason we don't think about them. And that's what I want to do in my blogs, but also in these is start those conversations and bring those things to light that I think need to be discussed. Another reason I wanted to record these and have them available in another format is because there's nothing like really extraordinary about me. I am just a normal person. And so everything I write about is just normal experiences, things I have personally experienced, observances I've made about other people. They're just normal. And so that's why I want us to talk about them because they're normal. Like these things happen every day to almost everybody. We've all experienced such similar things and then we don't talk about them. We just process them all alone. And that's sad to me. I want us to process things together. So the purpose of you listening to this is to make you think, to help you and guide you, to inspire you to do things. And like I said earlier, to just get those gears turning in your head and keep you fully alive. Like just getting a maximum life experience and also being able to relate to other people and like practice empathy and not feel alone in the things that you are experiencing. In addition, I want this to be entertaining. I've been told that I'm funny. So maybe some funny stuff will happen. At the very least, I just want this to be inspiring and entertaining. So why again, would I record a blog that's already been written? Why does it need another home? Well, I want a way to bring my blogs to life. It's great that they're written. I love writing. It feels really good. But there are a lot of things that can't be translated into writing, no matter how great of a writer you are. And so I want to bring those untranslatable things to life. I also just see the things that I write and that I make very much as kind of like prisms. And 
when the light hits them in certain ways, you see different things. And so when you read a blog, you're going to get one interpretation. But if I am reading the blog that I wrote, you may get a totally different interpretation. And if I explain to you kind of like one of the meanings behind it, it's not to say you can't have your own interpretation, but you can open the door to another one. And so I think it's really cool to shine a light on different sides of the same thing. So yeah, they're blogs and they're written, but they are so much more than that to me. They're not just like, oh, let me write about something. Oh, I need to post a blog. They're things that like are very real to me. I feel really strongly about them. And so I want to provide as many pathways for connection as possible. And just like I said, get those gears turning, have those conversations and in a unique way, I think. And it would be really cool for you to share these things, not just to support me, but because Like I said, we're not meant to just process these things by ourselves. If you feel that something I say like inspires you or starts something in your head or that you want to have that conversation, then like have the conversation with somebody, share this with them and say, hey, you should give this a listen because it really brought up a cool point. Um, it's, It's not meant to just like stay in your own head. Today on the blog. So I am going to pull from an old blog that was written in January of 2017. Today's June third, 2017. So that was about, what is that, like five months ago. And after I read this blog, I am going to do the discussion for it. And again, answer that big, huge, scary, popular question that I've gotten a million times. The blog, just so you know, before we start, it's rated PG-13. Pretty sure you guys are all over 13 years of age. But if you are over 13 years of age, and maybe just still have like sensitive ears, sorry about it. I'm not editing this. I'm not going to take out certain words. Also, side note, the illustrations that I have posted with this blog, I really like them and they go really well with this. I had written this after I made all of them. So it was really cool to find illustrations that went with these ideas. And I'm not even sure this blog ever went out in an email because it was posted before I had a website and an email subscription service for my blogs. So this could even be brand new content for you. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you've read it before. The title of the blog is Bullshit. So without further ado, let's read the Bullshit blog. It begins with a quote by Elizabeth Gilbert that says, I've never seen any life transformation that didn't begin with the person in question finally getting tired of their own bullshit. And that's exactly what happened to me. There is my life before I got tired of my bullshit. And then there's my life after I got tired of my bullshit. It's very simple. You're either tired of it or you aren't. You can bitch till you're blue in the face, but if you aren't changing anything, if you aren't moving even a tiny baby step towards the person you want to be in the life you want to live, all you're going to be is blue in the face and probably lonely. Because people don't particularly like to listen to someone complain. They also don't like when said person is doing nothing to alter his or her state. You're either tired of your own bullshit or you aren't. I was tired of my own bullshit. And honestly, that's really the only bullshit we're even in control of. I was tired of waking up sad. I was tired of going to bed unfulfilled. I was tired of my ideas being sticky notes, never making it off my desk and into the world. I was tired of being quiet in order to avoid creating negative energy at dinners with my friends or family holiday gatherings. I was tired of my routine, my lame Saturday nights, and even the arrangement of my living room furniture. I was tired of having no more pictures to print at Walgreens to put on my walls, tired of having no recent fun memories. I was tired of blaming other people and thus feeling insanely out of control of my own life. I was tired of excuses and cop-outs and bailing on plans and good intentions that counted for nothing as long as they stayed merely intentions. I was tired. So freaking tired. And I stayed tired for a long time. 
until I was even tired of being tired. I can't pinpoint one day or one night. I can't trace it back to one morning where I woke up with an epiphany. It was so many epiphanies. It was all that tiredness weighing down, gradually but surely. And over weeks and months, I shed layers of my own bullshit, and I transformed my life. I started thinking less about the things that didn't deserve or need to be thought about. I started saying yes before I could talk myself out of it. I started making my goals known so my friends could hold me accountable. I quit my job and shed a burden I didn't even know I was carrying until I was free from it. And I ran furiously towards my art and writing and buckled down to turn my sticky note lunch break ideas into realities. There would be no excuses this time. There would be no, but I don't know how, or what will people think about me, or I don't feel like getting dressed. I was done. Done. I wiped my hands clean of my own bullshit, armored my heart with my own love, and started down a long road of becoming myself. And it feels so damn good. So be it. I'm an artist. I transform my own life and I plan to transform others too through my art, my words, my ideas, my lifestyle. I plan to be just me, bullshit free. So that's the bullshit blog. Again, I'm not sure if you have ever read that before because it did not come out as an email subscription that I know of. Maybe I posted it at a later date as well, but this could be the first time you're hearing of this. That blog to me represents a huge turning point in my life. Like I said in the beginning, there was my life pre getting tired of bullshit and then my life after that. And I'm in the after phase right now. Like I'm I'm done making excuses for stuff and believing that I'm not good enough to do certain things. I just, I don't want to believe those things anymore. And I think that we're in control of what's true and what's not. And so it feels really good to kind of have decided that that's over, like done with the bullshit. Um, I love the quote at the beginning by Elizabeth Gilbert. Pretty much anything Elizabeth Gilbert says, I drool over. I love her. But I love this quote that says, again, I've never seen any life transformation that didn't begin with a person in question finally getting tired of their own bullshit. And I love this for so many reasons. But the biggest reason is that she didn't say it so eloquently. She wasn't just like, oh, your life is going to change when you're ready. Um, Because it's not about when you're ready. It's just about when you're tired of the bullshit. You're just done with it. And I think that's so neat. I think it's really cool that she said it that way because it was real and it was honest. And that's the way it goes. You just reach this point where you're just like fed up with yourself and with the way things are going and you you're angry almost. And so I think that's cool. I think the word transformation is heavy. I'm glad she used it. It's powerful, but it also makes you think that like when you transform your life that you have to get a new haircut and move across the country and buy a new car and get a new job. Your life can transform just in your own head. You can wake up tomorrow transformed. You can go to bed tonight transformed because you can change the way you're seeing things and the outlook you have. And aside from me quitting my job and, you know, consequently having to pursue other things and physically doing other things, the biggest transformation has been in my mind. It's been in the way I think because last year as a teacher, I believed so many things about myself and about my life and where it was going and the way the world worked, that all of those things got 
totally peeled back and replaced with other ideas and other thoughts. And so that's the transformation that happened for me because I got tired of my own bullshit. So when I got tired of it, like what happened? What does that mean that I got tired of my own bullshit? And that's where the biggest question ever comes in to play. One of the things I've gotten asked the most often since I quit teaching is like pretty much the most obvious question, what are you doing? And that manifests in so many different ways. People are like, what are you working on? Or when my sister comes home from a day at school and I'm at the house, she'll say like, what'd you do today? And I think I could count on one hand the amount of times I've truthfully answered that question. Like even less than one hand. If we have anything smaller than a hand, I can count on something smaller than a hand. I mean, I just don't answer that question truthfully for a lot of reasons. And one of them is that I'm self-conscious about the answer. Like in my head, I, I know my ideas. In my heart, I know my ideas. And I have all these awesome things that excite me, but it's really hard to share something you're really excited about with someone that you know won't and can't be as excited as you are. And to be met with something like that low key with all the excitement I have is just like really, it, it's kind of heartbreaking and it just crushes an idea. Launching an idea from start to finish and like all the parts in between is so incredibly personal and it's very exciting, but it's very emotional. And like I said, to share an idea and be met with anything less than like the ultimate perfect, just die hard support is crushing. And that's really hard to understand from the outside. It's really hard to imagine because you're like, well, if I don't understand it, how am I going to be that excited about it? So it it makes sense. But that's kind of why I choose not to share things is because I don't want to put them out there and have them crushed. They feel so exciting and give me a lot of hope and positivity that my dreams can happen and are going to happen. And so I'm scared to put them out there to have people say that they might not happen. So a lot of the reasons I don't answer that question is because of other people's reactions. So usually what I do is just make a joke about what I'm doing, um, turn it into like something funny, which is awful, because what happens is then I internalize that and I then really feel like what I'm doing is a joke. And it's not at all like this is so serious and personal to me that to make it a joke is a very personally painful thing. And I think the last thing I struggle with the most is not putting my projects and my career or my life up against other people's stuff. I have three older siblings that are in medical school. And that's so cool and so impressive and so awesome. And like, I'm really happy for them. I see on a day to day basis how difficult and like rigorous that is. And the world sees that too. When someone is in medical school, it's really easy to see how much work they're putting in and how difficult that is and how challenging it is and how exhausting it is. And then when I put my things up against that and the world does not recognize that it's rigorous and exhausting too, it makes me just feel less about the work I'm doing, even though I know that it's challenging and demanding and rigorous. The fact that the world doesn't recognize that is something that I struggle with because it's not like I'm working for pats on the back or certificates or people to say good job every day, but to never hear it is also very difficult. And I think if you're in a field like medicine or even teaching or being a lawyer or whatever like that job is, I think as long as you're in some field that the world recognizes as hard or trying, it feels really good at some points because people recognize it. But if I look at my pursuits, I don't feel that they're recognized in the same way. And that's fine. I just have to really remind myself that that it's fine, that it's okay that they're not recognized like that. And so at the end of the day, 
like I said, I just have to remember that it's not a competition. This is not a comparison. And I dare you to try and tell me that what I do isn't hard and that what I do doesn't challenge me and doesn't demand energy, time, emotion from me because it does on a daily, daily basis. And I know what I'm doing. I know that I'm building a foundation and a platform for future things to rest on. And to me, that's really all that matters. The ideas I have and the things I want to do are not going to happen overnight. They're not going to happen in a year even. Like I have so much groundwork to lay for them as a person and with my lifestyle. But that's a lot to say when people say, what are you doing? So typically I just, I don't answer it. And that's why. But I'm going to answer it for you now, if not for you, for me. So what do my days look like now? Like, what am I doing now that I am done with my own bullshit? Well, a week's to-do list will have things on it like blogging and writing, researching, art, girls group developments. And so a little in-depth look at each one of those things. If, for instance, blogging or writing is on my to-do list for the day, that could mean that I'm working on a new blog. And if I'm typing up a new blog just from no outline or no notes, that could take me anywhere from 30 minutes to like an hour and a half. Very rarely does it actually take me an hour and a half or two hours to just write a blog, but depends on the day, depends on the topic, depends on just like how things are flowing that day. So again, I could be writing a brand new blog. If I am posting the blog immediately after writing, which I would say nine times out of 10, I am. The actual just posting to my website procedure (laughs) takes a solid 10 minutes, like minimum. It's not that it's hard. There are just a lot of steps to actually posting it, copying, pasting, reformatting, inserting images. The image upload process is super slow. Um, And then of course, I like go back and try and read through it again and bold things, italicize things, put spaces where they need to be and just make it like visually appealing. And then there are just a lot of extra little things you have to do each time you post one as well. If I'm just writing one blog, we'll say that takes me an hour and 15 minutes. And that's probably just an average amount of time. I'm also working on a brand new blog, which I don't want to give away exciting new things I'm working on, but that's kind of an exciting new thing I'm working on. It's a new blog with a whole new like theme. And for that, I'm trying out something new. I'm pre-writing a lot of them. And so it's giving me a lot of time to edit them. So sometimes I'm writing a brand new blog. Sometimes I'm editing a blog. And those take time as well. My blogs live on my website, but occasionally I will cross post to medium.com. And so if you want to write for medium.com, the upload procedure for that is different. And so that's another whole thing that I could be doing when I say that I'm writing. I could be writing a brand new blog. I could be editing an old blog. I could be submitting a writing for publication. So those are writing things that could take all afternoon or could be like just the single thing on my to-do list for an entire week. Other things I could be doing are researching things. So like to make this blogcast a possibility, I had to look up like what kind of software I needed for that, what kind of equipment I needed for that. And I kind of just wanted to know how much I didn't know. So I would know how much time to budget to learning how to do this. I'm looking into adding a video component to the new blog that I'm going to be releasing soon. And so then I have to look up that kind of stuff too. Like, is YouTube the best host site for that? Um, Do I even want to video things? Am I cool enough for that? So researching could be like how to do things. I am sometimes looking into new ideas or new like art techniques and things like that. So I just spend a lot of time like reading articles, bookmarking articles, taking notes from stuff, watching how-to videos, tutorials, things like that. 
something else that's on my to-do list. I could be working on custom projects. I could be experimenting with new ideas or styles. And so those are art things I could be working on. Aside from art, just taking up time, like art is emotionally demanding if you're doing it the right way. And so even if I just have like one post to write or one card that I'm working on, I try to make everything that I make or write have me inside of it, but in a relatable way. So like, I find that as people, we go through these intense things, but everyone goes through them. And so that's what I want to put into my cards is that this is an intense feeling I have, but I bet you had it too. And so let's share that in this card. And that process is like, (laughs) it's freaking exhausting. So aside from just trying to like have neat handwriting or make a cute design or make the colors blend the right way, like aside from technique, just getting my feelings out in what I think is the right way in a communicative way is really, really cool and really fulfilling, but it's, it's really hard. Another thing I could be working on is my girls groups, which only meet during the school year. So although we don't have meetings right now during the summer, I'm working on like preparing lessons to have ready for when the group launches again, just thinking on those ideas and writing new lesson plans. I'm emailing moms, we are still having hangouts over the summer. They're not meetings. We're just hanging out. Like we'll go get pizza, we'll get donuts, things like that. And so I made a calendar for the moms. That took me like freaking all afternoon. Um, And then I like email the moms with questions and things like that. So that's the answer. That's what I'm doing. And there is always, always, always more things in the works and more things coming because I am constantly finding outlets for all of the passions and interests that I have and different ways to share those with the world. But For now, that is kind of a basic rundown of what I could be found doing. So take home thoughts from this week's bullshit blog. Here are a couple thoughts and questions that I want you to take away from this. I want you to identify the bullshit in your life. And what I mean by bullshit is all of the stuff that you feel or you believe is in the way of you being who or how you want to be. So are you making up excuses? Are you waking up too late? Are you staying up too late? Are you putting pressure on yourself? Are you pretending you can't spend any money because you have to save, save, save? Are you letting other people decide how you feel or how your day is going to go? Are you just believing that you're less capable than you really are? And I'm going to tell you how you can figure out what your bullshit is because those are all possibilities for what it is, but it might be hard to identify it. It's really easy. It's two steps. And the first one is I want you to think of that one thing that you want to do that one thing. What do you want to do? And it can be a big thing or a little thing. It can be like, I want to just cook this big, fabulous meal for no reason. It may be like, I want to get in shape. I want to take a road trip. I want to make more friends. I want to paint my living room. I want to redo my whole wardrobe. Whatever it is, just think of that. Think of that one thing for you that you want to do. And just take a second to think of what that is. Like pause this if you need to, but really think of it and get it in your head. And then once you've thought of it, step two, the final step is just a question. And the question is, why haven't you done it? Why? Don't overcomplicate this. Like, don't try to think too much into it. Definitely don't lie to yourself or try to make it like a cute, pretty answer. Just be as honest and harsh and straightforward as you can. Why haven't you done it? Because that is your bullshit. Maybe you haven't done it because you don't have time or you've told yourself you don't have time. Maybe you haven't done it because you keep telling yourself, I'll do it when I feel like it. Or you just convinced yourself that you don't have any motivation. Maybe you've just told yourself, I'm not that type of person. I don't have the personality for it. Or maybe you believe you can't afford it. You're scared. You don't know what's going to happen. Whatever the answer is, it's bullshit. Like I'm telling you right now, just straight up, 
It's not a real reason. And I had to realize that myself when I was deciding why I didn't love my life. Like when I was teaching and I would just think like, man, I just am not happy. There's something else. There's more. I'm missing something. I came to the conclusion like, Emily, I want to be in love with what I do every day. And so then I asked myself, all right, why aren't you? Why aren't you in love with it? I realized that like all the things I could think of were bullshit. I made myself believe that I didn't have money or I wasn't good enough or I didn't have the personality to be like that. I could fail. But as soon as I braved up and like called BS on the whole thing, man, the tides turned. And the thing is, it's really hard to believe that. It's really hard to look at yourself and say, you are the reason you don't have what you want. You are the reason you haven't done what you wanted to do. It's much, much easier to just keep blaming those outside things like time and money or other people. But as long as you keep doing that, you're going to stay in the life that you have right now. You're going to stay that person with that body and those clothes and those friends and that paint color on the walls. You have to do something. And I think the first step is calling yourself out on your bullshit. It feels honestly like kind of empowering once you get over how scary it is and how it kind of hurts to admit that. But I think that it's totally a pain worth confronting if you really do want all the riches life has to offer. Because you can't get those riches just sitting there hoping for them. And you can't get them without living through a lot of trials and a lot of pain either. So I want you to identify that bullshit in your life and get rid of it. Get rid of it. No buts. No, I can't. No, it's hard. No excuses. Just do it. Get rid of it. You have thought about doing it long enough now. That ain't cutting it. It's a great first step, but it's done. First step's over. It's time to do it. That's the conclusion of this week's episode. I feel like we really just slammed on the brakes there, but that's all we have to say about the bullshit blog. From here on out, the way it's going to work is hopefully with every blog that gets uploaded, a blogcast will come along with it. I'm not going to promise that that will be the case for every single blog, but I hope to be able to do a blogcast to go with each blog that comes out. In the meantime, if there is one in particular that you would really like to hear me read or discuss or that you have questions about, or maybe there's one where you're like, girl, I have no idea what you were talking about. I think a while back I wrote about some grammar stuff and I have a feeling that that was really just a blog for me. But if there's a blog like that that you didn't understand, or like I said, one that you just particularly want to hear more about, I'm down to go back and do a blogcast for an old blog. If you want to contact me about that or comment on any of these things, you can email me. There's a contact form on my website. Or if you're subscribed to the blog, you can comment on the blog via my website, case you didn't know. I hope you enjoyed this first episode. I hope it wasn't entirely too long. I promise they'll be shorter from here on out. But mostly, I hope that this served as the kick in the rear you needed to go and get stuff done and rid your life of the bullshit. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join me again for episode two of the Blogcast. Get lost and feel alive